Welcome to Stay Engage 2021. Everything you know and love about IAB Engage, but brought to you day by day. It's Engage, but offstage. Stay Engaged is hosted in partnership with Quantcast, creators of a new and innovative intelligent audience platform. In today's offstage session, TripAdvice reflects on the past 18 months on how its global advertising business quickly pivoted efforts to help clients navigate their way through this pandemic. Coming up, Katie Spagnuolo, Director of Platform and Data Strategy. But first up, Justin Reed, Director of Media, Destinations, Hotels and Growth at TripAdvisor. Hello, my name is Justin Reed, and I'm the sales director for TripAdvisor for Europe, Middle East and Africa, a job I've been lucky enough to do for the past six years, although nothing in those past six years prepared us for what was going to happen over the last 18 months. And I'm here to talk about what the first party data has meant for the return of travel. And alongside me is my colleague. Hi, I'm Katie Spagnolo. I am the director of data and platform strategy at TripAdvisor. And really what we're looking at is TripAdvisor's journey over the last 18 months. So if you cast your mind back to the beginning of 2020, and and most travel talk was centred around the impact Brexit might have on the UK and European travel, I myself can vividly remember sitting at a meeting of the Irish Tourism Committee on Brexit, and all minds were focused on the common travel areas and whether passports would be needed to travel between the two countries. And some wise member of the committee brought up the looming prospects of COVID-19 or corona. And whilst it wasn't rounded upon by the others around the table, the notion was somewhat dismissed with a chorus of Oh, we've had bad cow disease in the past and we've had SARS and we had the ash cloud. And even as far as back as 9-11, we've had all these disasters before. And tourism recovered very quickly. And I'm quite sure this will be no different. One wise expert who shall remain nameless, it is actually the speaker uh, who is talking now, even suggested that it might even all blow over by the end of March last year. And we could look forward to a normal summer of record inbound and outbound travellers. Within one month, the full impact of COVID, how it wreak havoc upon the world, was very quickly becoming evident. It seems like a different epoch looking back, but as offices in central London and across the UK were rapidly being closed down with very little notice at all amongst the call to, you know, pack up your laptop, anything you need to work from home for an indefinite period, and leave now. And you would hear this coming in from, from your friend's office or your colleague's office, and you think, that can't be right, but... No, it really was. And it was apparent that this was going to be no short term blip. And we were in for a roller coaster ride with literally no precedent and sadly far more downs than ups. And even more dauntingly, no fixed end in sight. The early stages, if we look back again, 18 months back to March 2020, and almost immediately our first party data was able to tell us what the world was fearing, and that was that travel had literally completely stopped around the planet. In the UK, never mind travel outside the UK or around the UK, we were in lockdown, and lockdown back then very much meant lockdown. So this very quickly, we realised this was no longer a TripAdvisor story or a TripAdvisor versus Expedia versus Booking.com narrative, but something much, much bigger. And, And we took the leap of faith to be the leaders in the travel industry and to use our first party data as the world's biggest travel platform to provide the global reassurance that no one business was suffering, but we were indeed all in this together. 
And they followed pretty quickly an almost Dunkirk-like spirit. And although bookings had disappeared and no one in the industry was seeing any positive signs, the events helped bring together all companies, big and small. And again, just the sharing of this first-party data amongst small tour operators or small travel people, just to know that they weren't alone on this. It was a global pandemic. It did provide that reassurance. And the reception from them was, was hugely positive and also hugely appreciated. But the next step was to determine when the decline would reach its plateau, its, its bottom, as it were, and ultimately when that recovery would start. So uh, the summer of 2020, we started to see some early signs of hope. And what we noticed was that, unfortunately, it, provided, it proved to be somewhat fleeting, but the signs of recovery as the UK lockdowns were eased, we saw that graph of people coming to TripAdvisor, the number of people coming to the platform, finally starting to point upwards again. We had been down 90% or something year on year. But again, it started to point upwards again, but not in a way that we'd ever seen before. And this again was a somewhat of a revelation, largely gone with a cross-destination figures. So people from the UK looking at France or people from France looking at Germany or people from the US looking to travel externally. But in its place were millions and millions of people looking for things to do right there and then in their local neighbourhoods. Restaurants to eat in, local parks to visit, attractions to visit, things to do that night. And almost overnight, the world's largest travel guidance platform had transformed into one of the the world's biggest lifestyle platforms. So much so that despite restrictions on international travel, we found that in August 2020, so again, in the midst of the pandemic, UK users were coming to TripAdvisor in bigger numbers than they had done during the same time period for 2019. Now, as the summer wore on, international travel began to re-emerge. But what was very evident was the huge pent-up demand for people to travel again. And as soon as they were able to, we ran surveys across our site, again, collecting this information straight from the users' mouths. And the overwhelming response from our users, our visitors, was that they would travel again literally as soon as government restrictions were landed. They didn't need the economy to be back to where it was. They didn't need, at that stage, full vaccination. It was very much about, as soon as I can, travel, I will travel again, as soon as I'm allowed to. Now, in terms of the advertising recovery, this proof of pent-up demand, this proof that people, you know, desperately wanted to get away and escape the lockdown that they were in, was the impetus we needed to take to our partners, especially in the DMO, or Destination Marketing Organisation industry, think tourist boards, to encourage them to rethink their strategies and to go right back up to the very top of the funnel, aim at the dreamers, aim at the people who are already go all in on long-term inspiration. And nowhere was this better exemplified than with Abu Dhabi, a really forward-thinking marketing destination that reasoned that this was the perfect time to go heavy on creativity and destination branding and not worry so much about the convergence at the end, because they couldn't come right now. They would come later later, but they couldn't come right now. So let's work on the top of the funnel. And if the marketplace, the competition is quiet, then they reckon quite reasonably that their voice would carry even further and even louder. So parking any messages whatsoever of travel now, and instead they were receptive to our ideas of building long-term aspiration. And this allowed us to offer a world first and create the first ever voice-activated travel guide system alongside Amazon Alexa. 
planting our content, or our, our, our yes, our user reviewed content alongside their destination content on the platforms that were being listened to by most people during lockdown, outside billboards or voice activated within their own home. What, what's going to be the obvious choice there? People aren't allowed outside their homes, and they're all inside. They're all doing this voice activated stuff. Put your content where people are listening. Let's have a listen to some now. Alexa, explore Abu Dhabi. Okay, here's Explore Abu Dhabi. Welcome to Explore Abu Dhabi, a TripAdvisor experience brought to you in partnership with Visit Abu Dhabi. This virtual voice experience lets you explore unmissable Abu Dhabi from the comfort of your home. You can now discover mesmerizing clear blue waters, magnificent museums and galleries, astonishing creations, and venture on journeys full of twists and turns with only your voice. This was a great initiative that ticked not just the marketing award boxes, of which it's been nominated for several, but much more importantly, the consumer demand ones. Five-star ratings on Amazon and an average listen-to time of over five minutes per session was, it really did reinforce that this was the correct method to start re-engaging with the public during this pandemic. And we also branched out to work with some non-endemic brands for the first time. Traditionally, when you think of advertising, you think of TripAdvisor, you'd think of the likes of Booking.com or British Airways, ways. But during this period when travel was locked down, we worked with Nature Valley being a great example, because our, our data had showed that domestic staycations, especially those in the countryside, away from the main cities, were going to be the hot item last summer. People didn't want to go where the crowds were, they wanted to escape to the great outdoors. And this allowed us to partner with Nature Valley so they could become, if, if you like, the snack brand of the great outdoors and pictured all over TripAdvisor with the itineraries that we'd created about places to go in the great outdoors and accompanied by this Nature Valley message of their snack branding. And our surveys showed that even once people willing to travel again, cleanliness like never before would be of paramount importance to them. So this allowed us to approach Lysol in the States or Dettol in the UK to partner with them to become the trusted brand for sanitizing wipes and cleanliness on the world's most trusted travel brand site. Jumping forward now into 2021, where we are now, and recovery has taken longer than we perhaps first initially thought. The first four months of 2021 showed no real improvement in international traveller numbers and still a widespread reluctance for the UK to get out there and travel again, both domestically and internationally. But then suddenly... Like a domino effect, one smallish incident has led to a huge ripple effect for the entire travel industry. And that was when Portugal was added, albeit temporarily, to the green list of countries that you were allowed to now to visit. When this was first announced, suddenly, literally overnight, there was a 600% spike in overnight lookers and bookers from the UK to Portugal. Perhaps not that surprising. You know, it was the only place that people could go to. But what are the countries not added to the green list? And again, first party data was showing two really powerful trends there. One was that where one country, and this Portugal led, others and in the same time period followed. So we saw, even though they weren't on the green list, we saw overnight triple digit 
increases in both lookers uh, and bookers for France, Italy, Germany, Greece and Spain. So Portugal was able, it gave hope, it gave the light at the end of the tunnel that this was uh, international travel was going to be coming back. And as we looked further into 2021, we could see that for H2, or for the second half of the year, international bookings suddenly represented a higher percentage of the bookings than domestic ones did. So that one catalyst moment of one country going on the green list, it completely turned what was the potential for a another dreary year of not travelling out to the potential for this being some real international travel in H2. And this has been the green light that so many of the industry were hoping and praying for, proof from data as opposed to anecdotes born out of hope rather than reality that travel was indeed coming back. June saw 23.5 million unique users in the UK, just in the UK, come to TripAdvisor. This was up 15% on May, it was up 58% on April and up a staggering 124% from the start of the year. So again, great recovery happening there. Of course, it was up on the same time period last year, but perhaps most staggeringly, these numbers, the 23.5 million UK people coming to TripAdvisor in June, was up on 2019 levels. So even up on before the dreaded COVID words had ever been mentioned. And using a platform, well, the platform we use is similar web, which is a third-party tool that compares our site to other premium publishers. You know, our reach in the UK now exceeds the Daily Mail by 21%, the Guardian by 21%, the Telegraph by 63%. This real belief that what people really want to do right now is escape back into the idea of travel and escape back into the idea of putting behind them the last 18 months and getting out and doing what they haven't been able to do for a long time. And again, even looking at travel, if we looked at Booking.com, Airbnb, Expedia, Skyscanner, if we combine all those together, the numbers wouldn't be as big as what we've seen on TripAdvisor. So again, that notion that travel coming back, the return of travel, it is here and it is now. In terms of what type of travel people are looking for, again, by virtue of the data that we capture on the site, we can see that luxury travel is very much up and the average price night being paid has been up 15% on the same time period in 2019. But also what is of huge note was what our data was telling us about how people were searching and, you know, what it is that they've really learned. What's the big differences between a post-COVID world and a pre-COVID world? And the biggest increase we find is on the various boxes you can tick on the site is this one saying free refunds or pay at destination. And that box was ticked 300% more than in pre-COVID times. And nearly the same percentage was ticked for pay at destination. So people are keen to travel, but they are not so keen to gamble. You know, that's really key for any partner looking at that is people will want to travel. And again, they want to travel this year, but they're not willing to gamble everything in case these lockdowns or restrictions come back in. And going back to the surveys that we did, the biggest single key driver in terms of what people were saying would get them travelling again, vaccinations. Over 77% of our UK audience said being vaccinated was the single biggest factor that would get them ready to travel again, both internationally and domestically. So before I pass over to my colleague Katie, who's going to discuss exactly how we and our clients can access and use our first party data, a very quick summary of how far we've come. First point, again, we can't overestimate this, but COVID decimated the travel and hospitality industry, perhaps more than any other. The second thing is 
People were always wanting to do things, and it's important for brands to listen for where the zeitgeist is pointing to them for the most recent trend. Last summer, we definitely saw that the, the trends were, what's happening now? What can I do now in my neighbourhood? Never mind what I can do in three months' time in, in Spain. What can I do tonight in Islington? What can I do tonight in Teddington, wherever it might be? And that's been followed on by this real urge for people to want to get out and travel again. Third point, agility and flexibility is more important now than ever for brands looking to get the most out of these tough situations. Be prepared to flip from conversion to branding if that's what the data is dictating. And there will be no such thing as like, you know, a nine month plan within the travel industry because we can't even, sadly, we still can't even predict what's going to happen nine days ahead. So agility and flexibility is key. Fourth and final point is use the data more than ever before to help them inform buying decisions, ideally endorsed by, like I say, that third party analysis in the case of what we're mentioning, similar web. So with a lot more detail as to the real nitty gritty and the tech behind it, as I said, going to pass over now to Katie. Thanks, Justin. Building on the insights Justin has shared, I'm going to be going into more detail about how TripAdvisor's global advertising team leverages our unique first-party data for our partners and share why these insights are needed now more than ever to really understand what consumers are wanting on a granular level. Armed with such powerful insights about what real travelers are looking for has always been TripAdvisor's bread and butter. But as Justin said, leveraging our data to support smart decisioning during such uncertain times has really been indispensable for our partners. I'd say as a brand and a platform, We sit in this really unique space where we bridge the gap between consumers and businesses, generating millions of unique first-party data points that allows us to truly understand what motivates both sides of the travel marketplace. On one hand, we have consumers with all of that pent-up travel demand dreaming and planning about their next trip. On the other hand, we have business owners and brands who are ready to welcome back travelers as soon as it is safe to do so. And we also know that people's travel interests tell us so much more about their preferences and passions beyond travel, giving us a holistic understanding of our audience and really making our data interesting for both our travel endemic and non-endemic partners alike. So what do we do with all of these insights? With this degree of scale and engagement across the globe, rooted in real intent, we've built a homegrown proprietary data platform called Navigator that allows us to harness and translate the power of these first-party data insights into actionable media targeting. We're much more than a publisher or travel site in that sense. We can play a truly consultative role for our partners, helping them to decide the right time to promote their brand how to carefully craft and market their message in a way that will resonate, and then how to get that in front of the right audience, all based on our first-party data. As users browse, search, filter, interact, even book, all of these different actions are taking place on TripAdvisor every day. And we catalog thousands of targetable segments along the way that our partners can tap into for their media efforts. We have ready-to-go audiences to reach all types of consumer profiles that we can align with our creative messaging. As Justin mentioned, we partnered with Nature Valley to capitalize on the trend of domestic staycations. And then we were able to target that messaging directly to our outdoor enthusiast segment as they were actively researching outdoor travel on our site. This allowed us to reach users who were 
looking at national park locations, or maybe researching attractions categorized as nature, parks, or outdoor activities. Those searching for terms like camps, hiking, fishing, and site visitors engaging on our outdoors and adventure travel forum. At the time, we saw that this audience in particular had increased 200% month over month. It was really the perfect time for Nature Valley to capitalize on this data trend and align their brand with the great outdoors. The combinations and options are endless based on the breadth of places users are browsing, searching, and interacting with on our site daily. We're able to give partners insights into the size of these audiences and how they're trending, which really helps them determine when and how to reach them. We can also take this one step further and extend our audiences to platforms beyond TripAdvisor, such as Facebook and Instagram, reaching our first-party users where we know our community is also engaging with our brand at some point throughout their travel planning journey. We can really support full funnel messaging across multiple touch points to build a robust marketing plan for our partners. And that's really compelling. For our partnership with Lysol, we aligned with our Travel Safe initiative to get their professional disinfectant kits into the hands of business owners to help reassure travelers around safety protocols just as doors were beginning to reopen. We were able to target this messaging to our business owners audience to reach users who log into our management center every day. This is the platform that our hospitality partners use to manage their business presence on TripAdvisor. We were also able to take this one step further with data science and machine learning techniques to identify additional users who were predicted to be business owners, even if they hadn't logged into our management center. This machine learning model follows users browsing activities such as location, views, clicks, searches, over the previous month and then scores users on the basis of how similar their behavior is compared to a typical logged in business owner on TripAdvisor. A user with a higher score is more likely to be an owner and thus qualifies to be in our machine learning segment. This proved to be a great way to expand reach for our Lysol campaign to get their messaging in front of more qualified business owners. As the data landscape continues to evolve, Offering this type of data science and machine learning techniques really helps set TripAdvisor apart from others with an ability to build outcome-driven models to predict consumer behavior, all based on first-party signals. For example, we have a traveler journey model that calculates the likelihood of a user falling into one of five distinct travel stages based on their browsing behaviors, from planning to booking, pre-trip, on-trip, and even post-trip. For example, the planning stage. These are users who are predicted to be at least one week out from booking and may still be deciding which destination to visit. Enter our DMO partners who are looking to capture that intent to drive tourism revenue to their destination. For the booking stage, these are users who are looking to make key accommodation bookings. Enter our hotel partners seeking to land that booking conversion that can happen directly off of traffic referred from our site. For the pre-trip stage, these are users who are now researching things to do, sightseeing, where to eat. This is interesting for our attraction partners looking to get their experience in front of confirmed travelers, but this stage is also appealing for our non-endemic partners, such as Spirits, who might want to align their beverage brand within the restaurants part of our site to appear directly alongside menus. Paired with contextual targeting by city location or cuisine type, 
this can become a fully integrated experience for both our advertisers and our consumers. So the next piece of the puzzle is proving to partners that media exposure on our site really does drive measurable impact to our business. This has been even more important during this time. We've built the TripAdvisor Insights platform to do just that, which contains a variety of dashboards that provide our partners with unique insights into their business and its performance on TripAdvisor. We've developed a media and economic impact methodology that allows us to correlate ad exposure impact to increased views, clicks, books, and ultimately tourism revenue to a given destination. We also have a competitive insights view that leverages a machine learning model to inform a pure set of destinations, surfacing interesting details such as average daily rates, days to arrival, length of stay, ratings, all for aggregated competitive comparison. Lastly, we also have a variety of site trend dashboards that showcase general traffic trends, top locations and properties, and insights into the review data that TripAdvisor is so well known for in the travel guidance space. Clients can gain access to their own dashboard to enable hands-on analysis as they make key decisions about their business. This is an incredibly powerful tool to pair with our data-driven media campaigns that really help bring all of our key elements together. Trusted sources rooted in real data, advanced data science modeling, and ultimately qualified audiences that drive measurable results. So while the past year and a half has certainly been challenging for those in the travel space, TripAdvisor has really taken this moment to step up to the plate and help our partners navigate this uncertain time with solid data insights. We've been able to harness the power of our first-party data in a really unique, impactful way for our partners, crafting content centered around trends and themes that we know will resonate and targeted to real qualified consumers to add value to their travel planning experience. I have to say, I'm pretty excited to see what's next as our industry continues to rebound with the TripAdvisor brand and our partners really leading the charge in an authentic, smart and engaging way. Thank you so much, Katie. And all it remains for me today is to say a big thank you to the IAB. We hope this has been of some interest and we look forward to travelling in big numbers again this year and into 2022. You're listening to Stay Engaged from IAB UK. Thank you for tuning in to this offstage audio session and thanks to our partners at Quantcast. If you've enjoyed this session, please share it and tag at IAB UK on Twitter or Instagram. Subscribe wherever you're listening to hear the rest of the Stay Engaged sessions and for the regular IAB UK podcast. In tomorrow's Stay Engaged offstage session, three members of a new industry forum talk about the stigma of being working class in the ad industry. Common People aims to reduce barriers to entry for people from working class backgrounds, assist with career development and be a space where people can share their career journeys. That's next on Stay Engaged.